this show is going to be dedicated strictly to quarterbacks. I love to throw disclaimers out there, so I'm going to start off with this one. One, neither one of us are fucking Mel Kuyper. What's up? This is Bobby and Tommy bringing to you. What episode are we on, Tommy? Episode Uh, six of Dynasty Logics. We're on rookies. That's that's all I know we're on. We're just on. (laughs) We're going to randomly guess about players that we like and think about before the NFL draft, and that all changes after that. So, (laughs) absolutely. So, so today, uh, like Tommy was talking about, this show is going to be dedicated strictly to quarterbacks. I love to throw disclaimers out there, so I'm going to start off with this one. One, neither one of us are fucking Mel Kuyper. We are not going to throw you a bunch of stats. We're going to help you with the process of trying to figure out what's going to be best for your dynasty team using that great concept, Tommy, what? Of logics. Of logics. Just different logics you can see. Because, I mean, honestly, besides, you know, every year you might see one or two, like, lock-solid quarterbacks. But, like, logic stuff you can use for some of these back-end, like, lottery ticket shots. You know, that you can be like, okay, well, I like this guy and I like this guy. Well, all right, well, you know, maybe this guy's cheaper. So... As, as people have uh, started to listen to us, they've realized more and more that we are a two-quarterback league. So we are... Two tight ends. Yeah, right, <laughs> so two tight Depth is tight. Depth's always tight. Um, so this is going to be one of those things where we are looking probably deeper at some of the quarterbacks. Uh, and this whole quarter, this whole show is strictly quarterbacks of the 2021 draft season. Now, granted, it's March. Players haven't dropped anywhere, but this is just our first pass at what is going to happen for these ball players, uh, and where we think we can grab them in a draft or maybe just uh, throw them on your radar. Yeah, so this you know. is what we found out. And this is stuff that we see that obviously applies to you know super flex leagues and you know other leagues that you can play multiple quarterbacks. But even in regular leagues, like you should know these guys. And actually, it's funny. I told an owner this the other day. You should make a list of how you see guys. How you see guys before the draft. Like make a make a tier list. All right, I got these guys in my tent. All right. And then compare that afterwards, because it will change. But the thing about it, what I like to do is I like to look back on why did it change? Like, did it change just because of the situation? Like, was this guy the last guy and now he jumped up to the fifth guy because of the situation? It might stop you from doing a bad thing. And that happens to all of us. Sometimes you get, you know, because you didn't research the guy, right? Because you didn't know about him in March. You know, you're the guy, you know, the guy who shows up to the rookie draft who just knows the guy that just got drafted. And he was like, oh, man, he, you know, he got drafted in the first round by this guy. And you're like, oh, 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 okay. Yeah, Henry Ruggs. Okay, that's that's fun. Fun. Okay. Um, and you just take him. So, you know, it's I like nice to know that. I like that job, by right? the way. I like that job, by the way. I, I, I drafted Henry Ruggs. Last year, folks, if anybody didn't know that, I'm still okay with that draft pick because I drafted him at the 10th overall spot. But uh, I think this is where I may get discredited here for uh, passing on C.D. Lamb. I take Henry Ruggs. So uh, take no, that. No, you get, so you, get, you get credited because, like, you took Henry Ruggs as, like, the fourth receiver off the board. 
The guys I'm talking about with drafts we saw, guys took rugs as a first year at the board. Guys who don't like just look into a little bit, right? Guys who aren't really serious dynasty players, you can tell because they take, oh, I can't choose between these three wide receivers, three quarterbacks. I'll just take whatever one was first drafted in the NFL. Like we see it every year, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, well, could have waited on him a whole round, but oh, okay. So that's why it's nice this time of year to have like a little list and be like, okay, I got an idea who these names are, and you're not just. Plus, what else are we doing? Let's talk football. I love football. And to be honest with you, from our last episode to this episode, uh, my take on some of these guys have already changed. So, uh, And that's part of the the beauty of the process uh, and to what Tommy was just saying a minute ago, where you got to keep looking, you got to keep evaluating these guys uh, for what's going to be best on your team. Um, And if you're looking at them, in February and March, then you're not going to be that guy who doesn't know anybody and fucking come your draft and just take a guy's off win because your your clock's about to run out. So um, it's all about the prep. Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the 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 prep is chalk at one. I mean, you know, we both agree, Lawrence. We who's, definitely agree at Lawrence. Who do you have it to, Tommy? Um, well, let's just let's just mention the best prospect since Andrew Luck. Which I think is his floor, right? That's who Lawrence is. If people were out there like debating, because I've seen it, people are like, oh, do I take Lawrence? Do I trade down? I said, the only way I'm trading down is if I have, you know, Herbert, Murray, and Burrow, and then you wouldn't have the number one pick, anyways. But you're not, you're not trading down this kid. Like th- this, this kid's safe. Just take him, call it a day. Don't overthink it. Take the talent, walk away. That's it. All right. Uh, agreed 100 percent. i think uh if there's anything about trevor lawrence that is potentially uh concerning his completion percentage 68 percent. but i mean honestly he's still chalk I, I i'm taking him just for the sheer fact that i i think that he's going to be just fine in jacksonville so that deep ball that 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 ratio that you just talked about you're right it's a little down from a couple of the guys who are in the 70s right but if you look at it his deep ball ratio is the best his deep ball, his deep ball accuracy is, is ridiculous, which trumps that little bit of a lower percentage because his deep ball accuracy is ten times better than we've seen in years. You know, so I mean, he's a young kid though. So I mean, you're gonna get, you know, I mean, it's similar to what you know you get Burrow, and you know, you're gonna get similar to that. You're gonna get good games, bad games. He's gonna learn, but you know, this kid's gonna lead you down as a team for fifteen years if he stays in the league. If he doesn't pull an Andrew Luck. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's it, uh, right? I I owned Andrew Luck too, so <laughs> yeah, it yeah, <laughs> you did it too. You, yeah, it you did too. Yeah, but yeah. but uh, you know, he's the interceptions are low. He's careful oh. with the ball, even at the young age. You know, so that's it's one of those things that you, you got to keep in mind. And when you're averaging, you know, ten yards a throw in in, in college, it'll probably translate into about six to seven, or depending on what scheme he gets thrown into. I'm not concerned with this kid, and neither should you. I mean, you have him. Uh, am I going up to trade up for him? If you're in a two quarterback league and you have none, it's the cheapest you're going to maybe reconsider. It's the cheapest you're going to go get him when he's not drafted. That pick is cheaper than the player. It always is. You know what I mean? And like I tell people, don't overthink it. Just go take him, call it a day, and move on. I mean, he's he's the safest player in the draft. He's the only guy you can look at and be like, ah, like you don't really need to look into him too much. If you want to go ahead, but. That's it. Move on. Now, number two is a different story. Like you can read stuff and look at anything you want. That's all over the board. I like all- my guy. I like my guy who's been there. Number two, 
he came into college, you know, with you know, with Lawrence as the one and two, and that's Fields. You know, Fields is a guy that, you know, brings you a little bit of everything. Right. Now, I will tell you this, I think all these other quarterbacks definitely need a little bit of, of work. You know, besides Lawrence, you could probably throw there, he could start week one. Fields, maybe, maybe, because he makes enough plays. He makes enough plays with his legs. Right. I mean, I mean, as far as I see this kid, he can throw, he can run, right? He can do a little bit of everything for you. Not only can he do a little bit of everything for you, his size is 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 that of of a quarterback that I want handling the football, you know, for, for one of my teams. Stands up at six threes, two weighs about two twenty eight. Um, you know, everything from his twenty eighteen season to his twenty twenty season was nothing but improvements all the way around. Um, you know, so when when somebody's gonna gonna improve, I mean, yes, uh, he had a great, he had a phenomenal twenty nineteen season, but um, you know, it's just one of those things where. I personally, I've got Fields ranked myself at number two. I was, uh, I had, I had, I was flip flop between Lance and uh, Lance and Fields at two um, for a little bit, and then I came to the came to the light, and and I am perfectly comfortable with taking Fields as the second quarterback and most likely the third third quarterback in a uh, in a superflex or a two quarterback league. Yeah, I mean, we're not saying he's a hundred percent lock solid. Like he's got concerns. Like his pocket awareness needs a little work. Looking for a blitz rusher, um, you know, his reads are a little bit eh, erratic. But he makes up for all that because he can run, right? So that's the reason why some of that stuff is a little erratic. Because, and that's obviously something he has to work on is to not just bail out of the play and just run. Right? But that comes in time. Like, but he has that upside where he could potentially play. This year, because he has the ability to get out of a jam, you know, and 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 run. He, has, and he his in the open field. He's got great vision, so he's not gonna, you know. I'm not saying he's, you know, he's not Lamar Jackson, but you know, he's gonna do enough for you. I mean, you know, to do enough to uh, to keep him starting this year, you know, in the right situation, obviously. You know, it's it's one of those things where uh, uh, I I look at a guy like. Um, look at a guy like Fields and I've seen some comparisons where he looks, uh, you know, something I've seen is that he's the, he's a smaller Cam Newton. And to be honest with you, I want a smaller Cam Newton. Somebody's going to move a little bit quicker. Uh, you know, one of his, one of his knocks is that as he's running, uh, just like any other quarterback, your accuracy is bound to decrease. Uh, however, um, you know, throws a lot of balls outside, throws a lot of them to the ground. It's just one of those things where, um, you know. Yeah, who's that sound shit. like? Who's that sound like? This is a trick question because you're probably not going to answer it. But you really, like, if you're doing a comparison, he's a little, he's a he's a bigger Deshaun Watson. He's a bigger Deshaun Watson. Like, Watson doesn't run, like, as much as people think he does, but he does. But he runs a lot of times in, like, the right situation for the same kind of thing. I mean, granted, he said, you know, after Hopkins, he had garbage for receivers and help around him. But. Right, similar kind of guy. Like he can make throws. I'm really glad you just uh, you called yourself out on the fact that that was a uh, trick question because uh, yeah, you are gonna know. hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. I had no idea that was going to be Watson. That was coming yeah. out of your mouth. No, but you see it, right? Oh, of course. 
right? So, I mean, you know, the Cam Newton's right, but I think he's, you know, he's not as thick as Cam. But, yeah, I mean, he's in that kind of mold, you know. So, I mean, do I think he's worth the number two? Absolutely. Absolutely. I like the pedigree. You know, yeah, he transferred. He transferred the two top ten programs. Like, you know, the kid, you know, does he make mistakes? Yeah. You know, all these kids make a little mistakes. But I think he's – I mean, honestly – in most drafts, these are probably the only two quarterbacks that I'm taking in the first round. You know, what, what you got for three? Who's your three guy? That's where it gets, well, that's where it gets fun. That, that's where it does get fun. And to be honest with you, uh, I have Wilson at three, and Wilson is somebody that I am still comfortable with taking in the first round of a draft. Um, so Wilson's a guy who is fantastic on uh, just last year. Uh, 32 touchdowns, three interceptions, uh, almost 11 yards per attempt, 73, uh, his, his pass completion, uh, his pass completion percentage was about 73%. So he was accurate. He was careful with the ball. And, uh, here's one that I, I passer rating has got to be one of those stats that eventually just gets fucking thrown out the window because, that's just one of those very random stats that I find almost uh, useless. But uh, <laughs> do you find any use for that one, Tom? Well, I mean, like I said, I mean, sometimes you can look at it and, and use it. Like, I mean, you can use it as a gauge for other things you're looking at. Like you brought up, you know, completion percentage earlier, right? And you were like, oh, he's down. But then I showed you why he's down. Like it, it, can, it can actually help you some of those numbers if you look into why. Right, because then it's like, oh, all right, well, so, and this is where people get analytics wrong, and and I love analytics and the numbers they're great, but realistically, the logic behind it is understanding why those numbers are, not what the numbers are. Like, oh, this guy didn't. Mm-hmm. Why did he do that? Like, maybe he does that because he runs more, right? So maybe he does this because he does this better. Like, so I mean, that stuff makes up for it, and some of these quarterbacks are like that. We, like we talked about fields like that. Wilson is is the is the one guy in here who doesn't really have that get out of jam, right? And my concern with Wilson is he, he looks the part, throws well, smart kid, accuracy, zip on the ball, great. He's also got one of the best lines in the country, right? Competition, eh. We hardly gets touched, holds the ball a little long because that his line, what's it, three of them or something, and it's going to be drafted in the first round or two? I mean, mm-hmm. so that concerns me, right? That, because he hasn't really felt a lot of pressure. And I've seen it a few times where he did get pressure. It, he wasn't, didn't look as comfortable because he's not a runner. He's not really a scramble. He can slide around the pocket, but he's not going to run. He's not fields. You know, he's not a couple of these other guys, you know, so he doesn't have that bailout ability unless his line is that good. If he goes on a team with a, with a great line and they don't hammer him. Yeah, absolutely. But my concern with him is, is deer in headlights. My concern with him is Sam Donald. That that that's a great comparison, and to be honest with you, it's one of those. Uh, you you were bringing up Andrew Luck earlier, and I remember Chuck Pagano saying Luck just needs to get the ball out quicker, and he wouldn't have these problems. No, Luck had a horrendous line and was getting the ball out as quickly as he could. So to your point, where a quarterback who has been blessed with a fantastic line all the way through and can't handle pressure. You know, of course, that's that's going to be something that I'm going to be concerned about. 
but that arm talent to me is is one of those things that that jumps out where I can take him on the back end of a first round or maybe even to, into a second round and be comfortable. So if I'm taking him anywhere between eight and fourteen for picks, again, keep in mind the 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 type of league, you know, two quarterback league. If your team does need a quarterback, I'm okay with it. But that's only at, at the point of need. If you if your team needs something else, you might be looking elsewhere and letting somebody else take take the risk on Wilson. But I do like the risk. Um, See, that's the I that's do the, think it could pay off. That's the opposite because I would never take him if I needed him. Never would I. I, I personally wouldn't take him if I needed him. He's a guy that I would take if I had two picks early. Right, he's my second pick. Absolutely. But if I'm taking him and he, I'm banking on him as my future, that's a huge roll of the dice. He's a guy like he's. It, it second oh, that's absolutely. exactly what I just said. Right? Yeah, I, I'm I mean, okay with taking him in the in the second in, round. In the second round, if I don't, second round. if I don't, if you I don't, don't need a quarterback, if you don't, what if I, you don't, yeah, yeah. No, I. What I meant to say, if if that if those aren't the words that came out, that was no, exactly no, what I was trying no, to drive to. Yeah, no, and I get it. I mean, even if you need quarterbacks, we see it all the time, guys. Guys like, I need a quarterback. I'm like, all right, well, just because you need a quarterback, like, know the risk reward. Like, yeah, you're right. This kid could be really good. I go, but if he's really bad, like, how willing are you are to spend him? Like, are you willing to pay that? Or maybe you could slide back and take someone like similar, like, like similar, like the next guy, right? The next guy, people have, I think these two guys are very similar. They do opposite things. But they both need work. They, you know, they're very, very, very similar to where um, everything else. But Lance is the opposite, right? At four. Sorry, I was trying to get that. Um, I was too big of a leader. Anyways, Lance is the opposite, right? This kid can run flat out. His numbers are actually skewed. His rushing numbers are a little bit less because in college you lose rushing yards to sacks. So they would actually be higher, right? So this kid can flat out run, right? And he can zip the ball. Right. I mean, I, I would tell you he's a little riskier, similar to Lamar Jackson kind of guy, right? Kind of similar. Like you can see it in the right offense. Like you can see it. He definitely needs probably a year to sit on a team who can use a guy like that. On a team, you know, what Baltimore did, a team that's willing to take a guy who's going to run and that be a huge weapon. Um, but this kid has all the talent in the world, all the skills, all the tools, obviously coming from a small school, competitions are concerned. But his bailout is he can run. Like and he this kid can run, you know what I mean? Like that's always a you know, the Konami code, right? But that gets you out of a jam. Like if you're, you know, a developing quarterback, that's the that's how you can still start and play in the NFL because you can learn while you get out of jams if a team, you know, develops a guy that way. So, you know, he's another one where, you know, these are two very different guys, but I think they both have to go to the right team that's willing to use Wilson as the pocket passer and keep him in the pocket with a nice line, shotgun, nice spread out, play action, great. Whereas Lance, you know, they need a Baltimore kind of team where they're, oh, we're going to build an offense on this kid running. We're going to use mm-hmm. that. And then the throwing's going to come. We're going to get that to improve. Right? I mean, so that's why I think they're very similar. And you could tell me you like either one for different reasons. And I would not argue with you. Because the talent's there for both. And I will certainly agree with that. Um, fun factoids. Um, yes. yes. His his uh, <laughs> his dad um, actually played in the CFL. Uh, so, got to love Canadian football players. 
Uh, we're, digging, we're, we're digging into we're digging into quarterbacks' parents. Oh, just wait for that one, then. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, something else. Uh, NFL play comparison that I've seen. Uh, Taysom Hill with arm talent. What do you think about that player comparison, Tom? You know, before Taysom Hill with arm talent, right? Remember that, because I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to a point where you brought up his his father, right? So we can bring up parents, but we can also bring up that Wilson comes from a very very wealthy family, right? With very uptight parents, that is kind of a problem. We're, we're going that deep. We can bring the Rosen effect into this. Um, oh, the he, Rosen effect, right? So it sounds like, right? I, this kid's not. This kid's really not a bratty. He, Wilson is really a good kid. Um, so, but I'm just saying that because you brought up parents. We're not a quarterback, so we're going to go that trend. If I, you know, because we randomly know those silly facts. Um, Taysom Hill. No, I think this kid's better than Taysom Hill. No, good. He's better than Taysom Hill. I mean, good. I mean, I mean, if you have these four quarterbacks that are theoretically supposed to get slotted in the top ten of the NFL draft. That's where everything's getting mocked out. They will be playing. I mean, Lance has got an arm that just it, the ball flies out of his uh, out of his you know out of his hand. But to be honest with you, one of my biggest concerns all the way through is his lack of playing time. Um, Agreed. You know, that, that's that's one of the things that I'm personally a little more concerned about, um, and it's one of the reasons why I bumped. Wilson up and gave uh gave Lance the uh the draw back down. But uh I mean it's it's not by much if are you, no, where I where it, where I, are you I could see that. I mean I think like I said, I think the only thing that like washes that and makes up for it a little bit is the fact that he's the kid, you know the kid's ridiculous when he, when he's in the open field. Like he, so that again, like that bails him out a little bit. Yeah, obviously both these kids have, you know, Wilson has a better prototypical quarterback sit in the pocket. Um, he just concerns me because I haven't seen enough of him in the pocket with a bunch of pressure in his face. That concerns me. Where I would probably have Lance ahead of him because I think Lance can get me out of a jam and have, you know, big playability and bust me a 60-yard run every once in a while. But right, Lance, is gonna, Lance he's gonna is going to run out of a jam. He's going to run, but you hope he, he learns to pass and not just run for fear of life. So, you know, but, but to me, if, if you could teach the kid, if you teach Wilson that if he's under pressure, throw it out of bounds, throw the fucking ball out of bounds. If you sit him, if he doesn't throw, you know, Sam Donald out there, you know, if he doesn't get drafted by a crappy team where, you know, he turns into, I'll give you another guy. Uh, who was it? It was Derek Carr, right? It was Carr's brother. Right? Mm-hmm. Texans. I liked him. Good talent. Right, that kid got lit up. He never had a chance in the league. Never had a chance. Right, so I mean, that, again, this is a kid uh, Wilson. I think that same way. Like, you know, even a half a season, like he's got to sit a little bit, have a nice line, you know. But yeah, they both have potential. I mean, every one of these guys have potential, and they also have bus rates. I mean, everyone after Lawrence has a bus rate on them, right? So, you know, look at both sides. Look at positive and negative, and then pick your poison. What do you like more? Like, do you like the running kid, or do you like the pocket? Like, I mean, that's what we're telling you. I mean, they're very similar. You know. Yeah, and at, for for as much as for as much as the Mahomes and Rogers of the world still uh, do extremely well, uh, you had the the Breezes and the and the Brady's and the Matt Ryan's of the world also still doing well. 
Um, they both produce points, so it, it's really a, a matter of the system in which they get get thrown into. And you know, some of these guys, you know, Aaron Rodgers. How many years did it take before he he took the field? Two, two and a half, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and I think these Prescott kids, was another one. He yeah. didn't go right out there. No, no, you could. I mean, you could debate on both sides, and I think you know. I think that's the big difference, you know. And I, I think they're both long-term dynasty plays. Um, let me ask you this: Who has a better chance to start this year, Lance or Wilson? It's going to be the Lance has a better chance to start this year, but one of the reasons why I am very intrigued with Wilson. If Wilson goes to Atlanta, like I'm seeing some of the projections projections happen for the mocks, Wilson goes to Atlanta. Next thing you know, Atlanta has another fantastic quarterback. Being t- <laughs> If Matt Ryan's teaching oh, Zach Wilson how to throw the ball, oh. that's fucking gorgeous. Uh, yeah, I don't think he needs to learn how to throw. Like I just said, I think, I think I, I, like I said, my fear with him is, is because he doesn't, move a lot and i'm afraid he's i'm afraid he's sam donald honestly that terrifies me because the line he had gave him all the time in the world and he holds on to it a little too long um i actually don't want him to go to atlanta but that's that's fine where you want them to go they're very similar the big question is who you, who you got a five and this is oh. when it gets real fun five 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 you can give me five six you want to do make it easier for yourself you can give me both of your five sixes it depends who they are. Well, so I haven't I haven't wavered on Jones and then Trask. Okay. Uh I, I've not wavered on that one. Okay. Uh, sell me sell me Jones. God, sell me Jones is your five, yeah. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Who? Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Who? Uh Love me some Mike Jones back in the day. Just kidding. Uh, nice. Really liked him. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's one of those things where Mac Jones, he's a little quirky with the way he throws the ball. It's a little more unconventional. He's a little tighter to the hip, but it's uh, I want to pull up some of his some of his specs real quick because that was one thing that. That did he's, draw me in. He's a, he's a smart kid. I mean, uh, you know, I'll, uh, he's a smart guy, very smart with the ball, and he's also in a very good system with a lot of talent around him. So, yeah, I mean, you know, for where he was, absolutely, I, I, I see it. I mean, you know, numbers he put up, they're gaudy. Like, I get it. I, I understand that. Um, you know, but you know, I mean, he, I, I am not going to dispute the fact that he had, um, that he had some phenomenal phenomenal talent all around him literally all around him to bail him out pick up you know grab balls that shouldn't have been caught you know highlight shit but um yeah it's it's one of those things where just that accuracy was the one that really jumped out to me when you throw 41 touchdowns and only four interceptions that tells me that you're careful with the ball and that, quite frankly, you know how to how to distribute it as well. I mean, uh, four hundred and six attempts this year, three hundred eleven completions. His arm's not not tested. It sure as shit went went through went through the grinder. Um, and 
I loved every bit of it. Uh, Mac Jones is is somebody that I think is is worth the roll of the dice a little bit uh, a little bit later into your draft. Um, what's a little bit later? Well, how far how far later are you willing to take him? Well, how early are you willing to take him? Is he third round? I'd take him in the third round. Take him in the. Third I would take round. him three five. You know, somewhere three five to to four five, and be content with that. If I take him at three three, I don't think I'm reaching. Um, I think uh, uh, I think it's a if you have a team that has has some quarterbacks already in position, but you're looking for a guy who might pop up. You know, Mac Jones is going to be one of those quarterbacks that I want to see where he lands. Uh, I think situationally, if he lands on a team that he could perform well in, I'm going to be very intrigued. But the uh, way you make the way you made it sound, Mac Jones doesn't need that because he can throw up guardy numbers. He's accurate, right? He's a smart kid. Everyone guard, loves him, right? So he doesn't. He those, doesn't need, right? He doesn't need a team to go to. Those right? gaudy numbers, those gaudy numbers, mm-hmm. and I'm not disputing it. Were also because of the gaudy ball players that were all around him. 4,500 yards in a season in college is a fucking serious serious task to be had, which means you had a lot of help along the way. So um, uh, to me, I I still think mid-third round, I'm okay with. Yeah, I mean. So what do you not agree with, Tommy? Because I know you're not a Mac Jones guy. Um, honestly, I, I, I could, I could drop one of two names and I have a fear he might be, I'm going to drop the bigger one. I have this fear. He's Matt Barkley, right? This is this fear. He's Matt Barkley, uber talented, you know, plays on a really good team, you know, makes big throws, make big plays. And it really concerns me. And the, he, I, we talk about Wilson doesn't really run, but he has pocket present. Uh, Mac Jones is probably the the slowest and least runner in the top 20 of these quarterbacks. So he's not going to scramble. Like, that's not going to, he's not going to do that. I mean, upside, could he be like, yeah, could he be a very good, you know, pocket passer if you give him time? A- absolutely. A- in the right situation, what you're saying? Yeah. I think right situation would, would be to go somewhere where, you know, maybe Seattle takes him and he sits behind Russell Wilson for a year, right? So he sit on a good team for a year behind him. Yeah. This kid's smart enough to do that, but you see, you see a lot of, you, you know, we've seen guys who put up some of these numbers on some of these teams, you know, and they've become, you know, they were very good college quarterbacks. And, you know, the NFL is just, it's a different game sometimes. And, and that's, that's what happens. So that's my, that's my fear with him. Like, that's my fear um, because it's a lot of one-on-one coverage, right? I mean, it, it, you know, they get Harris, one of the best backs in the league. So you got to kind of stack the box. Right. You're gonna have two. They have two wide receivers who are gonna be drafted in the first round. He won last year, right? So he's got all. You can't really bring pressure on Mac Jones, right? So he's just basically gonna sit back there. And here's my other problem with Mac Jones: is the next guy I'm gonna talk about. I think you can get cheaper, and I think he's very similar to Mac Jones. Before you jump to that guy, before right. you jump to that guy, Derek Carr. I'm seeing a lot of comparisons of Derek Carr to Mac Jones. And this is where, if I'm looking for my third quarterback, fourth quarterback, I'm okay with taking them. 
You know, and maybe that means I'm taking them probably in the fourth, maybe fifth round. Maybe I'm taking some other talent before that. But if I've already gone after a pretty decent amount of talent that I wanted to acquire in my draft and Mac Jones was still available, I've already attempted and acquired the guys that I want. And it's either him or the 25th wide receiver at that point in time. Uh, I'm 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 gonna lean Mac Jones. Yeah, no, he, he's a good guy to take a shot on. And like I said, I don't have I don't have a problem taking Mac Jones in the third. Am I taking Mac Jones there? No, because I think there's better value and the same risk reward in a couple of these quarterbacks that we're going to talk about. Right? Yeah, and I mean, tell me that guy, Tommy. Who who's that guy? <laughs> That's Trask. The people who love to hate this kid. Some people love him. Some people hate him. I'm like I look at the kid and. You know, I laugh because I always get this. I always hear this. Oh well, Florida doesn't produce quarterbacks. Well, but you like Mac Jones, like like Lawrence and Watson were the only two really out of there. Like top schools don't do that, so it is an anomaly. But you know, it is a factor. I mean, that's a factor that weighs into Mac Jones. The difference, I think, is is what I've seen with Trask. Is I mean, granted, he's got the best tight end in the country, right? And Pitts there, and he's got you know really good wide receivers. But when those wide receivers are out. I mean, this kid just made throws, and he played at all the top competition. And people knock on him because he plays at Florida. In his last game, he wasn't very good. Well, his last game, he had no pits, and his top three receivers were all out. So, uh, you know, do I, you know, do I, do I see the upside? I, I see, I see more value than taking a Mac Jones, where I might be able to get a Trask in the fourth round or the fifth round, where he might slide down. I mean, you know, could this, you know, could he be, you know, terrible? Absolutely, but. I look at him and I go, I could see Roethlisberger. Like, he's a big guy. He's mobile. He can move. Like, remember young Roethlisberger, right? Young Roethlisberger yep. would run out, right? This kid's very similar. Very similar size. Very similar Very similar build, right? But I, I look at a guy like him and you compare him to Mac Jones, his numbers are very similar. Like, you know, he threw 40-something 40 40 touchdowns. He had, like, two less games. I mean, his numbers are very, very similar to where Mac Jones was. And also – He's not on as good team. Like he's not in Alabama. You know, Florida has some good offensive weapons, but they, you know what I mean. Like that's a guy that I would rather take for value because I think they're the same. And I think Trask, I think Trask has the things that scare me about Jones because he's seen a lot of pressure and he's played a lot of big teams and he mm-hmm. didn't have a lot of you know play action lead. We have to lead play action, play fun, blah blah blah. You know, he had to he had to throw. He had to win the game. So you know, do I think he has? Yeah, some decision making, some accuracy, and throws. We are like, eh, but these kids are still young. So you hope, you know, he learns to get out of that, you know, that train of thought. Um, he is one of the older quarterbacks true. coming into this class, true. Uh, which to me at twenty three means absolute dick. By the way, but um, you know, this this year alone threw for forty three touchdowns, eight interceptions. Uh, overall pass rating of uh, 125. Uh, uh, he's another guy who has done nothing but over the years get better. Uh, but there is still that knock. And uh, I want to know if there was anything that you could see uh, or seen on it, any truth to it. Does he have enough arm strength? Is Is the arm strong enough? What have you seen on him? 
he's he's not he doesn't have the biggest arm in this class. Like he he doesn't have that kind of. But you know what's funny is that used to be that used to be you know something that was a big problem. Like the guy can't throw. You know his arms deep, and then Tom Brady crushed all that. Right? Tom Brady destroyed all that mentality. Right? And even a smaller guy like Drew Brees had this similar thing because he's shorter, has to throw a different angle of a ball and velocity, uh, velocity. But yes, his arm strength is not as it's less than everyone else we talked about, right? But how many as times are you going to ask? How many times you going to ask the guy to make a seventy-yard throw, sixty-yard throw? Like agreed. Can he hit you at forty? Good. All right, we're good. And as far as I'm concerned, if you can hit the kid in stride, then you're doing your job. If you can throw a kid open, then you're doing your job. If you're keeping your wide receiver safe, then you're doing your job. And those are things and traits that Trask does present. And and to your point, Tommy, if I can get Trask just a little bit later, why not? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. you know, and like I said, he's a bigger guy. I mean, you know, I like I said, I like I like Trask. I like Trask probably better than you know most people. Um I will I will tell you I will tell you this. I would not take I would take Lawrence Fields and then the next quarterback that I would take in a rookie draft would be Trask. I would pass on the other three. Because if I'm taking a risk, I might, I might as well just pay a little bit later. Maybe I can get the kid in the fourth, fifth round. Like, okay, is he going to have first round pedigree? Absolutely not. Like in the NFL, maybe he gets drafted in the fourth round, you know, when they have maybe the third, maybe the fifth. We've seen guys come up from that spot. This is, you know, how every year there's this one part of the class that is just a little bit stronger than the other positions. Yeah. Quarterback. Quarterback to me is one of the stronger classes we've seen in quite some time. So if you can go get yourself some quarterbacks in this draft, I say go for it. Well, it, you, you know what? You just made my point because, you know, by me saying that I wouldn't take, you know, I wouldn't take Lance Wilson, you know, or Mac Jones. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would bypass. But I would also trade down, trade down to get more picks, right? Trade, trade down in the second round. Maybe you pass on Wilson. Right. And then you trade down, but then you take Trask and Mac Jones. Right. And then somebody later. Like, yeah, that's this is one of those drafts where I think there's a lot of there's a lot of random cards. Like, I think, you know, the next I think the next guy that we're going to talk about after him. Every, I mean, everyone else we're talking about is a game. Like, they're quarterbacks. Right. Like, they're the hardest thing to grade out. Professionals do it all the time and they're right and they're wrong. And, you know, we see the Jamakis Russells all the time. Like it happens like. But it's a necessary evil in the NFL. Right? It's one of those things you need. You got to take them early. You got to pay them, and you got to hope, you know, they work out. You know, Tommy, that Jamarcus Russell segue is perfect for <laughs> right? me. Yeah, I know it you is. You know who I'm about to talk about. I I do. That's, I got you. I got that, you. That's my that's my buddy Kellamond. <laughs> and if we're gonna be talking about gambles, Mond and Ian Book are my gamble guys that I am very excited about, and. We'll take some flyers on them later into the draft happily. But I'm going to talk about Kellamond real quick first. So <laughs> Kellamond coming out of Jimbo Fisher's. Um, and by the way, Jimbo Fisher has produced the likes of Jamarcus Russell. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Christian good. Ponder. Yeah. Christian Ponder. Jameis Winston. Um but that may not be a fantastic track record, right? As a matter of fact, it's not that good at all. But 
what Kellamond to me really solidified some of my decision making this year um, was what he did in the Senior Bowl this year. And so, first half, you know, there you go in, you're still trying to still trying to get acclimated to the playbook and starting to see what the other defenses are showing out and this, you know. Kellamond, second half, next thing you know, is lighting up all over the place. His spirals were tight. He was throwing his guys open. He was the best player on the field. So, just, just, just for, I lo- remember, fun factoids. He received more than 15 scholarships coming out of school in 2017. He got them from Baylor, Auburn, Arizona State, just to name a few, but ultimately went to Texas A&M. So he started as a freshman in the SEC. You know, his ratios weren't all that great, but they weren't all that bad. His overall grade from uh, Pro Football Focus this year was about a B. Uh, He had 289 attempts, completed about 188. 63 uh 63% for uh completion percentage and through about 2000 yards. So the numbers aren't fantastic. Texas A&M you know take it for take it for what it is. You know what, what I saw what for talent. Like you know what this sounds like? Oh no, I, I see the I see the talent. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like old school quarterback evaluations, right? Old, and this kid's an old school. Uh, you look at the kid, right? And he's got size. He's got an arm. He's he's athletic, right? He's got all the all the tools, right? You know, what my concern is he basically didn't show up in big games against any major school. He didn't show up, and he, yep. he didn't show up. He, he didn't look good. Right? That concerns me a little bit. And it concerns me that, a little bit. Right. That's it the old turn- school mentality. That's he has all those tools you look at and you're like, you just don't. He doesn't have he doesn't have that. He doesn't have what Wilson has. And Wilson has a little wow. Like Wilson can make some plays that are weird, little passes. Mon So to me, I don't think he had as good of a team. If he was on some other teams, he had a little bit better talent. He his <laughs> To your point, he couldn't deliver those special types, those wow-type throws. But this is where I think he's got all the prototypical traits to get you more of that, you know, more of that quarterback, a a system quarterback, uh, very well could be, you know, an Alex Smith type long-term. And Alex Smith gave me plenty of serviceable games. Bye-week quarterback. If I draft a bye week quarterback in, in in my sixth round, I'm I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah, you are, but I think he, I think I think he's not as good as Alex Smith. I, I tell you, at best, he's Baker Mayfield. <laughs> I would actually take Alex Smith in his prime over Baker right now. Um, I think you, Smith- you're you're one of the few that differs on on Mayfield. I personally like Mayfield, but we're talking about rookie quarterbacks today, so. <laughs> So and so and so so and that's why you like Mon because you like a guy who can throw for like one eighty nine and in three eighteen and three thirty nine and then throw for like one thirty nine in a game, 
and then like 224, 206, 106, 105, 196, 230, Baker, like a couple of really good games, and then all of a sudden like atrocity for like three, four games. You're like, what what happened? And if you look at some of those games, like different things happen. But as a quarterback, you, you need to win those games. Like you need to like show up every week. Like you can have a bad week. But having like three in a row is like, oh, I'm like, yeah. Uh, like, and again, the talent, yeah. But a lot of these guys don't have great talent. Like, you know, you talk about Wilson and Lance. I mean, Wilson, he had a great offensive line, but like he doesn't have any first round wide receivers. So all these guys we're going to talk about have that same knock. Yeah, but if you have down. time all day and you guys eventually get open. Yeah. Oh, no. I oh, no, I agree. Mon has, like I said, he's old school. You look at him and this kid's a quarterback. He looks it. He acts the part. He is the part. It's just, I don't know what it is. They so just make that throw when you want. Really, what, to me, so when you're talking about Wilson, who you're concerned about, right, I'm not saying these two are close. But when you're telling me that Wilson's, one of his problems, right, is the fact that, or one of the knocks on him is that he barely got any pressure. It's a concern. Well, uh, it, it, okay. But for Mond, he was his footwork was fantastic to the point where he was shifting up and down within that pocket. Oh, Harbison agreed. Harbison. So that that's those are the types that impressed me. What didn't impress me was his lack of accuracy. So I'm not saying that the kid doesn't have some warning signs with him because he definitely does. Yeah, but I. Uh, but yeah, I that's still drafting the sixth round. And, and you're right on the money because that's the old school valuation. Like he has all the tools. We run the pocket, does all those things. And and teams would be like, I can teach him how to do this. And and maybe if he's in my system, I can help make this work. And maybe that is true. Maybe that absolutely is true. Absolutely. And it, you know, he, he's worth a later round guy. Like I think you might have to pay a little bit earlier for him, personally. Um but you know he's he's a guy you can take in a two quarterback league. You take him in the you fifth think round. He's going in the fifth round. In a, in a rookie in a in a two quarterback league. Yeah. If you if you liked him, I don't like him as much as you would. I would, but you would if you liked him that much. Absolutely, take him in the fifth round. Absolutely, why not? It's a two quarterback league. Taking a shot in the fifth round on a guy. You know if that's where I'm taking a second quarterback, or maybe that's the start of my run where I'm going to take two you know, random quarterbacks in the back end, you know, it's worth a shot later. You know, it's, it's worth a chance. All right, Tom. So, uh, I think that was pretty good on Kelamon. Who do you want to jump to next? Well, we're going to, we're going to not mention a bunch of guys that people like, and that's, and that's fine. But, you know, from here, we're just going to mention a couple of guys that we like later on with like upside, right? We know about like, you know, guys like, like Pritchard who people like and, I'm not a huge fan of, and that, and that's fine. You can go take guys like that. Um, but you know, and Newman is the other guy. Not a huge Newman, fan. Newman, Shane, don't Shane see Michelle. I just don't see this. I don't. You know what, Michelle? I actually like. I actually like Michelle. I actually, I actually don't. I actually don't mind. You know, a guy like him. He's similar to the guys we're going to talk about. Um, okay. My my next guy, and this we're talking like later on value. Like that's the thing when you take quarterbacks, like. There's a bunch of these risk reward quarterbacks, so I'm gonna take uh, you know one of these guys I like later on. And every draft I've ever been in, every rookie draft, I always draft one random quarterback in you know the last two three rounds. Like why not take a dart throw on a guy? And sometimes you hit him, like sometimes you don't. Like, 
okay, it's it's worth the, it's worth a value at this point in the draft, right? So the next guy that I would take and the guy I like later on with upside is AJ Costello, right? That's the, that's the kid that I like um, because again, he was actually rated he could have been in the first round like a year and a half ago, didn't show so well afterwards. But again, similar to Mon, like he can make big throws, he can do really good things. You know, similar to Mon, he does things and you're going, what was that? What are you doing? But at this point in the draft, you're looking, you know, you're that's what you're looking for. You're looking for a little more upside, um, you know, and I, honestly, in my mind, I like some of these bigger school guys um, who kind of get knocked. I mean, you know, he was at Mississippi, you know, he's 6'5", 215, you know, he's prototypical quarterback kind of guy, you know, makes throws. But he makes bad passes. Like, he makes a bunch of head scratches where you're like, oh. And he throws bad interceptions, bad mistakes, right? So, absolutely risk-reward. But if he can learn, you know, I mean, there's guys in here that are similar to that. Like, Sam Sam Ellinger, I think, is is similar. I think Costello is better. Ellinger out of Texas. Like, he's a gunslinger. Like, he could be Brett Favre. I don't think he's going to be. But he has that, like, risk-reward, where if he could just dumb down the risk, it would be great reward. And there's a few of these guys. Like, those, I mean, those are similar guys that I kind of like, those pocket passers, big throw guys, you know, who can make throws, those kind of guys. You have a guy who's totally different from that and is the same value as I have these two guys. And that is, give me him. Give me the guy. Give me the guy. Unmute your mic and then give me the guy. It's really difficult to talk when your mic's muted now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, God, of Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> so before before I jump to the guy, Sam Ellinger, just yeah. want to touch on him real quick. One of the reasons why I um I I kind of am passing on him has more to do with the fact you, that you should he couldn't get that. the short flow. You shit on him earlier. You he, shit just, on him. He, he couldn't get the short short throw off. I, I want Tom go back to the senior bowl. Oh, no, no, I haven't said agree. I said he's a gunslinger. Like, I said nothing about touch accuracy over the middle. I said this kid can slay it all in the deep field. Like, there's no touch here. I always agree. Like, yeah. those little throws, oh, yeah, that's a problem. But he has that gunslinger, like, that almost, like, wow factor, like that Brent Favre wow factor where – or Favre didn't throw a lot of checkdowns, right? If this kid can learn to throw some, maybe like thirty percent checkdowns, like you know, just 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 get that number down. He makes some throws, and you're like, man, how'd you see that? And you're like, you can see that little bit of off. And I think a lot of these kids have that. Like a lot of these kids, you know, later in the draft, I mean, I could rattle off 10, 15 names who all have one quality. We like, oh, they just learn these other two or three. Where guys earlier they had to learn like one. Like these guys got to learn a couple of things, but. You know, we've seen guys, you know, play in weird spots in the NFL. You know, it's worth so, the risk. So, at this point in the draft, if you're drafting, we're talking about guys that, that you're looking at in the, the sixth to seventh rounds. Uh, you know, we've already said that that Newman was a guy that we're not looking at. Um, Felipe Franks is another guy that we're not looking at. Uh but Ian Book is the guy I am looking at. Ian Book out of Notre Dame. Um, this is one thing that I could see very quickly is the kid could just throw the ball. And he's mobile. He's one of those guys that that's that's sneaky good. He's very quick off the snap. 
uh, he's accurate. You know, it, it, it's, you know, like anybody, I, is he top-end accurate? Absolutely not, because that's why I'm talking about him on the back end. But he's a guy that, that could be sneaky good, um, given the right circumstances. So uh, I know we're closing in on time, so I don't want to take up too much more time of him. But in book, look him up. I'm interested by him. Yeah, there you go. It's not. It's not bad. I'll give you. I'll give you one more to walk away with. Right. It's a bold. It's a bold, weird guy. That for some reason, I have this feeling on. Is is Davis Mills? Right. Davis Mills to the Patriots later in the draft. Right. Talk to Nothing, me about this kid out of Stanford. Nothing flashy, right? Nothing flashy at all. Don't get me wrong. He could be, you know, just an average, you know, AJ McCarron kind of good college player, back up to the league. He's a smart, again, smart kid, smart school, right? Nothing flashy, right? But does everything right, right? He can run an offense, right? And so that's why I see the Patriots, because Bill could take a guy, which obviously he tried with, uh, what's his name there? That didn't work out with, uh, what's that dumbass on the bench they got there? They've been. Hoyer? Yeah, no, the other one. Who's the rookie? Oh, the, uh... that's fucking Stidham? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, He's just a guy to remember. He's just a guy to remember. Yeah, I just—that's <laughs> it. I see him. I, he's a—he's a, a safe quarterback in the NFL. He, he looks like a Bill Belichick kind of guy, like boring, nothing flashy. Honestly, like, and, but he's a bright you know, kid. He went to Stanford. It's not like right, you know what right, I mean. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, exactly. So you know, he left early, which you know could hurt him. Probably will, but he's got potential like everyone else. You know, so he's a guy that you know, you know, he's a guy I like way later. If you're like, ah. Last pick, fine. Or if he gets drafted, I mean, if he gets drafted by the Patriots, he's he's going way early in this draft. So, you know, but know that you so, know now. We know that if he becomes the number ten guy and all of a sudden becomes the five guy, why he did that? A hundred percent. So you know, we're we're gonna close this one out, Tom. I think we hit everybody we talked about. Is there anybody else that you wanted to uh, wanted to bring up? Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have more names later. I'm sure we'll have more names later on that we're going to talk about. Um, I actually will give you one more. You know that, and that's uh, it's it's Peyton Ramsey. I'll give you Peyton Ramsey, right? Biggest project in this draft, but always upside, right? Just another name to look out for. I can give you ten more. I'm sure we'll drop names randomly between now and the draft, anyways. But you know what? I think I think that's our and that's a random analyst of just guys we like. Wow, because I saw something. I, I we could be wrong. What did yeah. you see that made me that made you scream out? I the kid had 12, 12 touchdowns and eight interceptions and got sacked. 50. He has more sacks on him than he does fucking touchdowns thrown. I under, I hundred percent agree with you. I just told you, yeah. That's why he's the only. If he goes somewhere, it's to the Patriots. Because he could be a really good game manager, I think. Bill could teach him how to be a game manager. Oh, I know, there's no, there's no, there's no. I, I, oh, don't get me wrong. There's no forty, no forty score touchdown on this kid. There's not an upside. <laughs> but like, you know, maybe he, maybe he could be like old, like Andy Dalton. Like get you, maybe get you thirty, right? And cut those interceptions yep. down, right? And, you know, he can, you know, get a couple of garbage touchdowns on the ground. I'm throwing a name, and I'm telling you why. I just—he looks like somebody that Bill would take, and everyone goes, "Why?" <laughs> he went to Stanford. He's smart, but his numbers are atrocious. That's why he's a Bill guy because his numbers are atrocious. But he's a smart guy. He started for Stanford, and he left early for a reason. So I'm, 
Uh, it's it's got to be something to him. It's it's my it's my shot in the dark to end the end the weird quarterbacks going to talk about. I had to throw him beautiful just because I had a prediction on him. And if he doesn't get drafted by the Patriots, don't take him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good enough for me. And uh, to be honest with you, I think I think it's good enough for the show. Absolutely. So until next time, Tommy. Huh? What do Lamp. you say? Uh, later. <laughs>